Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is uh, Mike Roth. I'm here today with Ken Saunders from uh, Search Engine Experts, LLC. Uh, what uh, I'd like to do is tell you about some of the uh, guests who are coming up, and then I'll introduce Ken. Uh, next week, we have Rick Slifer, who is a consultant who teaches other companies how to sell to the federal government. Rick's been doing it for... Uh, Gee, probably over 25 years selling to the federal government, and up to the last five or six years has become a independent consultant, and he helps people and companies dramatically increase sales and set into the federal government. Rick is based in Annapolis, Maryland. On Friday next week, August 3rd, we're going to have Don Keller, who's the current president of the Rotary Club of Cincinnati, and Don will be bringing with him Jane Burkhead. She's a former Rotary Foundation President. The following week, we're going to have John Westheimer of Cincinnati Commercial Construction, and John is going to talk about commercial construction in Cincinnati. And two weeks from today, on August 10th, we're going to have Tim Reddick from a company called Intrust. He's going to talk about how to build an IT company. I guess that's enough about shows that are coming up. Let me tell you a little bit about Ken Saunders and, and his background. Ken founded his company, Search Engine Experts, in 2007, following more than two decades of experience in information technology, marketing, and web search optimization. Ken and his company are the only certified search engine marketing strategists in the Cincinnati region. Uh, He and his people have been certified by the Search Engine Academy. Ken is truly an industry leader in search engine optimization, serving a vast spectrum of clients. Ken's company, Search Engine Experts, provides an unmatched awareness and revenues for their clients through higher web rankings on the world's most important web internet search engines. Ken, thanks for joining us here today. Uh, thank you, Mike. It's my pleasure. Ken, a little bit about that that introduction. There are a number of companies here in Cincinnati, it seems they, they grow like weeds, who are in the search engine optimization space. That's right. Uh, what makes your company and you so different? We are specific to search engine marketing. 
We're not web developers trying to sell our clients new websites. We're not marketing firms trying to get our clients to buy a big marketing program. We are specific to search engine marketing. Our most typical client, we work with their current website to do the things to their website to get them better rankings, get them more exposure in search, and drive more customers and revenue through their website. So if someone has spent $500 or $50,000 to develop their website to where it is today, they don't have to change anything to have you make them? No, certainly you have to make changes to the website in order to optimize the site or in order to have good results with a paid search campaign. What I'm saying, though, is that I'm not going in or we're not going in telling the client that, yes, you spent 50000 three years ago to create a new website. And now you need to spend another 50000 to create another new website. We will work with their current website and make the changes necessary in that environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my particular world, maybe I'm different than a lot in the Sandler world, I'm required to use their site format in right. the creation of our site so that we are brand consistent across sure. 300 training centers. There are things we can't do right. and things we can do. I was wondering what you thought of the idea of having a video spokesperson, either me or someone else, pop up in front of the web page and give a short 30-second or less blurb about the web page. I think anything that... Uh, gets visitors to your website to stay around longer. So if it is something that is uh, interesting, educational, maybe a little entertaining, get people to stay on your website, I think that's a good thing. Well, I was wondering if it really uh, helps or hurts to have this uh, two lines of extra code where another server throws up a page in front of your page where the video spokesperson speaks from. No, it really it, it would not help nor hurt from a, an optimization standpoint. From a visitor standpoint, if it gets gets your customers, your prospects to stay on your website longer, maybe to be more engaged and want to investigate and look around your website if they like what they see with the video, they like that, then uh, yeah, that can help. Okay, makes some sense. Uh, a few years ago, I actually introduced Sandler to a web search engine optimization company. At the time, Sandler had created a new website. This is one whole or two generations ago where they had a flying S logo come onto the page as the first thing that showed up. And in the end, the web search engine company said to Sandler, uh, your page can't be optimized with that Flash uh, movie coming up first. Right. Yeah, Flash uh, is no good for search engine optimization. The search engines can't read or can't understand what's in the Flash, so it it doesn't help at all, and it can actually hurt. A lot of... uh, Older web development, it was kind of, an, I don't want to say an old technology, but prior web developers would create an entire website in Flash. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, they can't be opt- optimized at all. And if you want rankings, you really you need to rewrite the website. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that all of uh, websites uh, out into the future will have to be in this HTML5 language? Well, the HTML5 is the next generation of uh, web development language. And... It won't have to be in HTML5, but if uh, someone is, is thinking of developing or making significant changes to a website today, they should use HTML5. Okay. So let's back up a little bit and say, can uh, I don't know, five years ago, when you st- what gave you the idea to start this company, Web uh, search, search Engine Experts? I've always been in IT my entire career. That's what my degree was coming out of college. Over the course of my career, 
my job description really morphed more into the marketing side, but always for IT companies. So prior to starting Search Engine Experts, I worked for a software firm uh, that had software for the multifamily housing industry, for the apartment industry, uh, taking care of everything that happened in a leasing office, from prospects to you know, turning them into tenants and, and everything that would happen when Not you leave. That rent roll company up in uh, Loveland. Well, it's uh, it, it was a competitor to them. Okay. Yeah. We had two companies doing the same thing in the Cincinnati yeah, market. Yeah, that's right. So being, I was director of marketing for that firm. As director of marketing, one of my responsibilities was the website, which meant I had to do. Uh, search engine optimization and some paid search campaigns. They were a nice sized company and I kind of put together the idea that there had to be a lot of companies in the Cincinnati area that, you know, back when Al Gore invented the internet, they all rushed out because they were told they were told that uh, if you build you know, the internet's gonna boom. If you build a website you'll get more business than you know what to do with. So everybody built websites and then along came search and it turns out if you don't rank in search, you're not gonna get any traffic. Right. So in 2007, went out, started Search Engine Experts, specifically to address that need, helping our clients drive more revenue through their websites. So did you take your old employer along with you as a first client? Uh, it did not. Um, they actually um, got purchased by one of their competitors, and they went off in a different direction. Ah, uh, okay. So you actually built this company from the ground up? From zero. I started uh, with a contact list of all the people I knew in town, and as any uh, good salesperson would do, first thing I did was put together a PowerPoint. <laughs> so, uh, well, as we know at Sandler, that doesn't. I work. know, I know. That's why I was laughing. But um, I went out and started meeting with my contacts, not to necessarily sell them directly, but to educate them on this new direction in my career. And uh, little by little, started getting interest from companies. And uh, it took a while. It took about six months to land my first client. But from that point, we've been growing nicely ever since. Good. Uh, what what size of clients does your company typically service? What's what, the range? Well, from the smallest from, to larger? From a, the, the range of actual clients right now are on the small end. We have a husband and wife selling product out of their basement where they have a shopping cart on their site. To the large end, we have a couple of the large um, multinational uh, companies in town where certainly they're large enough to have an IT staff and have people in-house that could do this, but they just don't have any bandwidth. They don't have uh, the horsepower to be able to send somebody to training, to have somebody keep their eye on the ball and watch the website and watch the optimization efforts all the time. How often does someone have to be trained to be a search engine expert? Well, direct training could be every 12 months, every 24 months. It's more important to keep your eye on the ball and stay close to the industry because there's changes happening all the time. So reading the proper blogs, getting involved, you know, having the right articles, knowing the right places to go to get the information is uh, you know, a day-to-day effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had someone say that to be properly highly ranked in search, you have to have uh, high rankings in uh, YouTube as well as uh, generic search for your own web page. Is that true? Well, YouTube is, an, is a, an area that can be used when companies have video. If they're properly placed on YouTube and optimized in YouTube, 
they can show up ranked nice and well in Google, nice and high in Google. So it's not necessarily the original website that gets ranked well, although it does help, but you can get the videos ranked. Gives a company a couple bites at the apple, if you will. They could have a couple videos ranked as well as their website. So out of the top ten, maybe they could have three or four out of the top ten. So of companies you've worked with for more than six months, uh, how, how are they ranking on a Google generic search, which is the non-paid search? We like to see our clients ideally in the, the, the top five on the first page. Uh, anything on the first page is really nice. Top five is best. Uh, there are some people, most people don't go past the first page when they do a search. Some people will go to page two or three. Nobody goes past page three when they do a search. So um, ideally, you know, the, the place to be to get the traffic is high on the first page. Right. If you're not on the first five, I agree with you. Because of the paid search and pay-per-click, which will appear above that with ads, there isn't much geography left for the generic search. Uh, that's correct. Going down, down especially, especially now as uh, Google specifically has expanded their Maps offering. And many times, especially if you're looking for something local, you'll see a map show up with the red push pins on it and the company names listed off to the right-hand side. That takes up even more real estate. But top five, in theory, gets you, you know, kind of above the scroll, if you will. Gets you seen on the screen where the, the user doesn't have to scroll down. So your company deals with the generic search of people's web pages. Do you also deal with the pay-per-click? We do. We uh, are about 40% of our business is from companies that are doing uh, paid search, doing Google AdWords. And in that environment, it's really nice because you can target many more keywords on paid side than you can organically. Uh, it's also a way to, they can, the ads can be quickly changed so specials can be run or you know, a free delivery or, or you can do a little bit more of a, a marketing spin on the ads. Good. Ken has agreed to uh, take callers. So if anyone has a question that you'd like Ken to answer sometime during the show, uh, we can screen uh, and talk to you and get you on the show during the commercial breaks, which we're about to do. The number to call is 646-595-4916. That was area code 646 595 4916. And we will be back in about two minutes. Why do some business owners make lots of money while others endure years of mediocrity? Is it really the economy, the market, the weather, the competition? No. These are all called excuses which are always plentiful. Hi, I'm Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. As a business owner or part of a team, are you accepting excuses from your sales team because you make them yourself? Business winners succeed in spite of this trash. Business winners invest in themselves and their people. For over 15 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing your sales, call me at 513-646-6523. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. To find out how Sandler training can make you better, faster, and stronger, Call 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. Many salespeople tell us business was really easy 
They likened it to gathering fruit in an orchard full of ripe trees. They gathered the low-hanging fruit. They had to get baskets to pick up the fruit that was already fallen. They never had to climb a tree. They worked this way for 10 or 15 years. Given the strong economy, this was no problem. What are you hearing now? The economy has slowed down. Salespeople are competing on price. There's still business now, but salespeople have to work harder. The fruit has not fallen from the tree, and there's no low-hanging fruit. The fruit is there, but it's higher up in the tree. The problem is their salespeople have forgotten how to climb. Do your salespeople know how to climb? If you or your team needs to learn how to climb through and up out of tough economic times, call me, Mike Roth, at 513-646-6523 or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Ken Saunders. Ken, you've told us that when you started your company, you were the salesperson. It sounds like you were, the, you were the delivery guy, too. Correct. And you've taken the, a, a big step to have multiple employees so that That's you right. can deliver more than one person can deliver. Uh, how is it that you go to market today? You, you must have run out of old friends to call on. Well, our prospects now really come through my referral network either through my own network uh, where I'm in a number of organizations and work those organizations uh, to get to know as many people so they understand what we do and how good we are at it. What organizations are you a part of? I'm involved in a a couple of chambers of commerce, Cincinnati Chamber, the Westchester Chamber, and then Northern Kentucky Chamber. Also involved with uh, BNI and Cincinnati Rotary Club. Mm Mm-hmm. And of, of those, for, for you, which would you say is the most productive, the least productive? Uh, B&I has been very nice. That's nice and productive for me. Uh, I did not mention I'm in the American Marketing Association as well, and that has helped. I'm a little disappointed in the Chamber of Commerces. The people I'm meeting there and getting to know there are either too small, where they don't have a marketing budget, or you know, too big, where there are uh, some of the larger companies in town, and certainly we have a few of the larger companies as clients, but most of those would have in-house staff that can do the optimization. Okay. Uh, In in building your business over the next uh, two years, and I'd like to kind of look at a two-year model, a strategic plan, uh, do you have a strategic plan for the next two years? We do. We um, revised it about nine months ago. Good. So uh, we're working. I, I won't say we're perfect at uh, following the plan, but we're working to, in that direction. What do you see in your plan as the opportunities and the possibilities? Well, the opportunities, we are investigating. We talk about being specific to search engine marketing. And we're investigating, do we stay specific or do we start branching out a little bit and maybe start offering more of the web development services or, or you know, some of the other services where we would partner today? One step we have taken in that direction is that we have a, a real-time analytics product that we uh, can provide to our clients where they can see in real time who's on their website. So... For example, maybe they are prospecting at company X and have some success there, but uh, the people they're talking to at company X have, have put them off a little bit. 
we can watch the website, and when we see people from Company X on the website, we can see what pages they're on so we know what their interests are, and it's an opportunity to know that the client or the prospect is now reengaged, and maybe it's time for a follow-up call. But we actually don't know who it was. We know the company. We so know the company. We know the company. Via the IP address yes. page. It was yep, and it translates it automatically, so you don't have to go look up the IP address. It will tell you right there. So you know that someone company from uh, Champion yeah. Windows was on your website. That's right. But you don't know who. Not specifically, but if you're selling into Champion, maybe it's time to call that person again. Or if you haven't sold Champion, if you're not trying to sell Champion, maybe it's time to put them on your list. Okay. Uh, do you see any other uh, opportunities in the marketplace? Everything's changing so fast. It's real hard to say this is exactly you know, the, the opportunity that's going to be there in 12 months. But certainly when it comes to search, we keep our attention specific to that. Facebook is growing rapidly. We are doing some ads on Facebook and LinkedIn for some of our clients. I would anticipate those will both continue to grow. Facebook's trying to figure out how to monetize uh, you know, their software. It would not surprise me to, to see them start offering more and more ads. It seems from the most recent financial report that Facebook is uh, running a really distant second to uh, Google in advertising revenue. Oh, they certainly are. But they also now have shareholders who are going to put pressure on them to deliver. It's a little bit different when it's all private investors. You can maybe keep the advertising or you know the worry about the revenue at a distance. But once you go public, you've got a lot of people that are watching. Mm, yeah. I know I would be... Uh, Terribly upset if I overpaid for Facebook stock and see revenue going down when I would hope was hoping it was going up. Uh, what do you think people are actually looking for now uh, when they call a web search optimization company like yours? I think when it gets down to the nut of it, they're looking for revenue, additional customers and revenue. Getting ranked highly is nice. But if it's not going to drive more people to your website who convert to customers, it really doesn't matter. Money's tight everywhere. Yeah, it's nice to have bragging rights about being ranked well, but if that's not bringing more money in the door, it doesn't matter. So, how do you go about winning? You know, because here in Cincinnati, there must be, I probably could come up with a dozen other people who claim to be uh, web search optimization companies. How do you differentiate and contrast yourself and win in a competitive environment, Ken? Well, there are many people that say they do search engine optimization. As we talked earlier, we're the only ones that are certified. Number one makes us different. Number two, there's very few companies, actually, who are specific to search, who don't offer websites or don't offer marketing as you know part of their basket of goods and services that they sell. So we have the ability to go in and say, we're not going to try to sell you a whole bunch of other stuff. You need to get ranked. We're here. We're going to focus specifically on SEO. And then the third piece, or the third differentiator, is that we have a pay-for-performance price model, where if we don't get our clients ranked well, they don't pay. So How does that work? Well, as I mentioned earlier, most people don't go past page one. Nobody goes past page three when they do a search. So if we can't get our clients' websites ranked at least on page three, we don't charge them. Getting them ranked on page four or five, 
even if it's out of 500,000 websites, that sounds great, but there's nobody getting to page five to find you. Uh, actually, I don't think people will ever go beyond two. Well, the numbers show that. Is I mean, you know, everybody, you do a search, everybody at least sees page one, smaller mm-hmm. percentage see page two, and an even smaller percentage see page three. So our, pr- our pricing reflects that uh, differentiated value. So in other words, if I'm if I'm going to be on page three two, uh, my cost on my monthly invoice from your company can is going to be much lower than if I was on page one. That's correct. So the nice part is that that puts us on the same side of the table uh, as our clients. Our clients want to be ranked as high as possible, and we want to get them ranked as high as possible. It impacts revenue for both of us. And that's different from the way your competitors charge for their services? I have not found anyone else in Cincinnati that charges in a pay-for-performance model. I did did not invent this model. I got it from some of the SEO people that I network with nationwide. So I know there's other people doing it nationwide. But in Cincinnati, I believe we're the only ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, how long does it take you to get someone ranked on page one? Well, the actual project itself to do the keyword research, to figure out the terms that someone would be using when they try to search for a client's products or services, get the website updated, get it in good shape for SEO, that project itself generally takes about four to six weeks. But results with SEO are not instantaneous. You don't finish that project and the next day, all of a sudden, your rankings have improved significantly. SEO is a long-term horizon uh, view. You have to expect it's going to take four, five, six, maybe eight months to get some good rankings from an SEO project. If a client wants immediate exposure in the search engines, immediate results. And actually, actually, can I, I kind of say that I've seen some manipulations on page uh, titles, mega, mega tags, and other uh-huh. stuff that, that has resulted in substantial changes in two weeks. No, oh, very good. Uh, I can't say as I see, I've seen it 100% of the time, but I've seen some. Okay. Because uh, I know I experienced that on my own web page. Well, it can happen. For for very specific niche opportunities, it can happen. Can you? I don't want to set that expectation with my clients because in environments where it's very competitive. Where it's, it where can, it's very competitive, can you uh, change someone's... Google rankings from two to one or from three to one? It's difficult to, it's very difficult. Somebody's somebody's already ranking second or third for their term. We can work to get them moved up, but that's a pretty darn good ranking. If it's a very competitive environment, chances are their competitors are also doing SEO. So then it becomes a matter of who's staying on top of it, who's working on it more often and, uh, with better knowledge to get better results. So over time, we certainly can can improve rankings. But if they're two or three, you know, it, it, it depends on what their competition is doing. Sometimes the comp- the difference between uh, one and two, or, or two and three, is life and death. It can be. It's in a business because if, if it depends on the type of business. If it's the type of business where somebody's looking for a specific price point and they click on a website and they see it they're going to buy a book or they're going to buy a CD and they see a CD that they want and the price point is is correct, 
chances are they're going to buy it. I, I was more, looking for a battery, you know, okay. for our UPS system. All right. And I was looking for a price point uh, that made it reasonable to buy a replacement battery as opposed to a whole new UPS. And at the same time, uh, I was looking for someone who had the battery in stock that they could ship so I could have it in a few days. Right. So you see the price point. You see that it fills the need that you want it right away. It's got to mm-hmm. be able to ship right away. Go ahead and buy. But if it's an environment where a prospect is likely to do research, to look around, well, I want to talk to three or four companies that have this service offering that I'm looking for, then being number one, certainly it helps. But there's a good chance the the searcher is going to look at position one, position two, position three, maybe even position four, and do some research. So there, it's it just depends on the industry. Mm. I found in my industry a lot of people don't don't look at position two if they if they talk to position one. Uh, but that they see what they like, yeah, yeah. So uh, do you do anything to guarantee search position one? No. I don't think anybody can guarantee search position one. There will be people that will tell you that, or they will guarantee that you will show up on page one of Google. Generally, if you understand the industry and you read the fine print, what they're really going to do is create a Google AdWords campaign and get you on the first position, first page of Google through paid search. Um, anyone guaranteeing first page or number one position through optimization, through the organic results, um, is, I don't want to say lying to you, but nobody can guarantee you that. Mm. I understand. Uh, Sam has made great, great progress in being high in the organic search. Yep. uh, Using an, an ad agency in Virginia. I always think we could do better. Uh, Ken, we're going to take a, another short break, and if you want to call in and ask Ken or me a question, you call 646-595-4916. Let's listen to a couple of short commercials. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. You've heard our commercials about sales and sales management, but you haven't made the call for some reason. Maybe you're having your best year ever. Maybe you think a sales development company won't work in your industry. You're different. I wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Maybe you're afraid that if you called, you'd buy something. If you're happy with all your sales and profits and believe you have all the answers or simply don't see yourself investing in yourself or your people, then don't make the call. We have nothing for you. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, mentoring, business owners, and sales professionals who are serious about their careers. So if you believe that Sandler Sales Training might make you better, faster, meaner, and stronger, call me at 513-646-6523 or register for our next open house. Roth & Associates, the most experienced sales trainer in Cincinnati. You can check us at www.rothconsulting.net. When you hear about a typical sales training program, does it usually involve a one- or two-day seminar where some alleged guru passes down what he claims are the secrets to making sales? At Roth & Associates, I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. We recognize that truisms and motivating speeches aren't enough to arm sales teams with the tools they need for success. Sales is a hard business. Typical sales training can only provide typical and disappointing results. 
At Roth & Associates, we use the Sandler methodology of continual reinforcement and ongoing training seminars, along with individual coaching to ensure victory in the world of sales. We've been doing it here in Cincinnati for over 15 years. You won't fail because I won't let you. Roth & Associates, 513-646-6523. 513-646-6523. On the web at rothconsulting.net. Finding power in reinforcement. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Ken Saunders, search engine experts. Before the break, we were talking about uh, web search uh, generic placement. Uh, recognize that it's always easier to get pay-per-click higher, but that just sure. you know, ro- rolls your, uh, your budget up the window. We have a neighbor here who's spending, I don't know, $20,000 a month on pay-per-click. Well, I need an introduction. Of course, he's getting it. Well, 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 uh, higher than that in revenue every month. I have a pay per click. Very good. But I can introduce you to him. You'll have to introduce me to a couple of people you know. All right, fair enough. I need help in growing their sales. I have sales teams. Uh, Ken, uh, I like to work in the business proposition that simple solutions to complex problems are almost always wrong. And if you have a complex problem, you need a complex solution. Maybe you could share with our audience a complex problem that you encountered over at Search Engine Experts that you employed a complex solution for that maybe in theory of operation could be transferred to another industry, another business. Well, we had, we've had we had a number of clients. I'm thinking of one, though, in particular. We had a number of clients who did most of their, if not all their advertising through the yellow pages or the yellow book. And what's happened over the past number of years is people using yellow pages has dropped significantly. Mm-hmm. Everybody, just, some, just some people with a lot of gray hair. <laughs> uh, so the complexity was twofold. One was that they had a lot of money tied up in contracts. But number two it was that the Yellow Pages was what they had done forever. And, you know, all the way back seemingly through time is that's how everybody had found everything forever. And to think of downsizing their ads or voiding categories altogether was very difficult and very hard for them to fathom. But over time, we were able to demonstrate how, with the optimization, and uh, for a while, we ran an AdWords campaign as well Could show them how that could generate the traffic and the revenue that they wanted uh, without uh, the, the cost they were seeing with the Yellow Pages. And the way we tracked that was that we actually created different coupons, different coupon amounts for the Yellow Pages and for their website so that we could we could track were people coming to the store, being driven to the store based on the Yellow Pages, were they being driven to the store based on the website? And when it proved out that the website is where most of their uh, customers were coming from, it was easier for them then to, to pull back a little bit with the Yellow Pages. They haven't voided completely, but they've gone from quarter page and half page ads down to bold listings. Mm, big savings. Big savings. Big savings. Huge savings. Yeah. And, and in fact, uh, Yellow Book, uh, has a, a a web presence and yellow book on the web. 
Well, they, they do that as well. So uh, not only do they compete with us when companies are looking at their marketing dollars, they compete with us because they also want to create websites and run AdWords campaigns and um, you know maybe do search engine optimization as well. What's wrong with using a, uh, a print media uh, vendor in a uh, electronic medium like uh, web search? Well, there's, and this is this is where I mean we are specific to search engine marketing. So from a, a holistic marketing approach, trying to decide is print better or you know where do we spend the money, print or online or email marketing. Um, you know we're not out there trying to. to Get our clients to you know we're not talking to our clients about end-to-end marketing program like that. If someone's trying to figure out should we spend money on print or should we spend money on the internet, we would recommend some of our partners talk to them to really put together an end-to-end marketing plan because there are times where print is valuable and print you know is worthwhile, but there's other times where print is just throwing money out the window. Mm-hmm. Where would print uh, fit into the equation? And again, I'm not not being the end-to-end marketer, but I, I would think with print, if you had a very specific target market that you could address and deliver the print to their doorstep through a, you know direct mail, something like that. But I I don't mean direct mail as in blanket the city. I mean if you can really develop a target list and drill down to where you're you're delivering the print specifically to those people that that you believe are are potential customers. So you you believe something like uh, Valpac or one of the other neighborhood direct directory deliveries or the in the I call them card decks are reasonable investments. I, I again that's something that's not my area of expertise. So I, I don't to reasonable investment. I don't really know what it costs. I do know that when I walk from the mailbox to the house as I pick up the mail, I stop by the recycle bin and those just go straight in the recycle bin. Mm-hmm. For me, that's just how I. Right. What I do. Right. If it doesn't come in first class address to me, chances are, whether it's at home or the office, I won't read it. That's me too. You get censored off by my administration here or my wife at home. And for me, it's the recycle bin. It just, I stop right there by the back door and throw it in the recycle bin. Okay. Well, I don't even get to throw it in the recycle bin most <laughs> of the time. Uh, let me ask you a, a next topic question. You know, you're a search engine op- optimization company. Yes. Right? Been at it for uh, more than five years. It'll be actually five years uh, next week, August 1st. Good. So if we typed into Internet Explorer now, search engine optimization Cincinnati, would yep. you be number one of the generic listings? We would be We would be in the top five. We'd be above the scroll. There is, you know, competition out there. And, uh, you know, we work hard to get ranked as high as possible, but, so do all the other SEO companies. So is, is this somewhat like a poker game that stakes get raised every couple of days? It is in the sense that you have to stay on top of your website. You have to know what the search engines are looking for and stay engaged with your website to keep adapting it to the latest and greatest. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we went on the air, I was asking how important some of these uh, uh, marginal search engines were. I I tend to believe in Google. Uh, how important are the engines from uh, Bing and Yahoo? Well, we watch, for our clients, we watch the rankings in all three of those, Google, Yahoo, and Bing. Together, they comprise about 
96% of all search traffic. There's a lot of search engines going after that last 5%. We don't worry about those. We feel if we get our clients good exposure in the three main search engines, the rankings will appear in the others. But Google is roughly 75% of all Internet search. Bing and Yahoo split the other 20%, depending on the, on the day or depending on the month. One's a little bit ahead of the other. They just kind of go back and forth. When Bing was doing a lot of their marketing, remember they were running advertisements about how they were a decision engine, not a search engine. Right, we saw right. their percentages go up. Well, now they haven't been doing that for a while, so they're slipping back down a little bit. Hmm. Publicly held company. So p- search engines like uh, Ask.com really are inconsequential to most of us. Yes. Nobody uses Very few people use those. So, mm-hmm. What about the, uh, the search engine, uh, I'm going to call them hijacks? Uh, I don't know what you mean. Uh, Larry Utilities, I don't know if you're familiar with them. Uh, when you install their free utility, mm-hmm. you clean up your PC. Okay. One of the things it does, if you don't stop it, it makes their search engine uh, the number one. Oh, your default engine yes. up in your toolbar? Yeah. Personally, I like Google. I have Google installed in my toolbar, and when I have software, I uncheck the box. I'm very careful as I do the installation to read all those pages because I've had that happen to me before. And I'm very careful to uncheck the box where it says make whatever, you know, your default search engine. Mm-hmm. Is there anything specific uh, that a uh, listener can do to figure out if there's anything that he could do better or they could do better to get better search engine ranking? Well, there's two things I would say. Number one, figure out what the actual terms are that people are using trying to find your products and services. Well, how do you do that? Well, the easy way, well, a lot of people do guess, or they get a bunch of people around a conference table and work off of gut feel. We We would rather work off data. So we use the Google Keyword Tool, and anybody can find that by typing that into their search engine, Google Keyword Tool, and you'll be able to find it. And it's actually Google's database of all the terms that people have typed into their search engine. You can use the keyword tool to interrogate against the database, and it will show you the average number of searchers every month for specific terms. So go look. You'll come up with your your, uh, brainstorm list of terms that you would like to get found or where you would like good rankings in search, and then use the keyword tool to really look and see how many people are using those terms every month then pick the ones that are going to generate the more, most traffic for you and use those to target on your website. So that's first, figure out the right, right terms. The second thing I would say is be careful not to then take those terms and blanket your entire website with those terms and throw them on every page and think I've got to use them everywhere across the entire website. So what happens then is that Google looks at your website and they see the specific terms on a bunch of different pages, they don't know which page to rank for those terms. So they tend to rank them all marginally. It's better to find the one page that is best aligned with the keyword that you want to target and use that keyword on that one page. That way when Google finds your website, there's only one page that they know to rank for that term and it will rank nice and high. Ken, we're going to take another short break. And again, if you wanted to call in and ask Ken a question, 
646-595-4916. We'll be back in a moment or two. I'm Al Strauss with Sandler Training. Talk to you about rule number 38. The problem the prospect brings you is never the real problem. When people have heard this rule and thought about it a bit, if they've been in sales for more than a few months, they almost always say, well, that's obvious. I've had lots and lots of prospects that told me what they wanted, I showed them what they wanted, and they didn't buy it. So it seems that it would be obvious. The problem is, most folks don't understand it and you get in the middle of the conversation and here's a prospect who's interested in something, you've got the something, and you just show up. And what you really need to learn how to do is ask a bunch more questions because frankly, in most cases, the prospect doesn't even understand what the real problem is. And so if you ask three or four more questions about what they claim they need or are looking for or want, you're going to discover that it morphs, it changes, sometimes dramatically. What they end up needing is perhaps even diametrically opposed to what they originally said they were looking for. So ask the questions, don't take the first thing they give you, dive down into the real issues, and you're going to have yourself a much better day selling to this prospect. This is Mike Roth, back with uh, Ken Saunders. Ken, uh, why don't you tell the folks how they can get a hold of you after the broadcast? Well, the easiest way might be to give us a call. Our number is 513-379-3800. Or, of course, you could find us on the web. You could search for SEO Cincinnati and look for us. Or if you just want to type the URL in, it is searchengineexpertsllc.com. You know, Ken, in looking at uh, search engine uh, companies, one of the things that I've thought to be terribly important is the intelligence of the people who are running the company. Some of the people in your industry just aren't uh, obviously as smart as you are. And I think this is one of those cases where uh, brains wins over brawn. Well, well, I've seen, I mean, we know, we know, search engines forward and backward. But I've also have a lot of experience with other companies and I've seen the way other companies have, have been run or work or treat their customers. And as the owner of search engine experts, I value customer service. I value integrity. Uh, I want customers, you know, people say customers for life, but I want long-term customers where uh, sure we sell them and we, we do their optimization, but I want them to be happy not only with the results they're getting from us, where they can prove out an ROI, but also uh, like us and respect us, and uh, you know, uh, like it when we come into the office, and, and you know, like doing business with us. So we try to, to keep those principles in mind. Sure, people like to do business with they people they they like and trust. Sure, and they like to refer us as well. That's great when we have a long-term customer that will refer us to a. Family member, or a friend, or a business associate. What percentage of your new business comes from referrals and introductions, Ken? 
uh, virtually 100% now. We're, like I said earlier, we're into our getting ready to start our sixth year. And uh, early on, I made a lot of cold calls. I, I had to let people know what we were doing. I uh, also didn't really have a big track record independently. I did working for others, but not independently. So I had to let people know what we were doing. But now that we have a nice uh, client base and I have a nice network here in town, um, virtually 100%. That's not bad. So for you, actually in your own business, web search placement isn't important. Well, if you're getting 100% of your new business from referral. No, I, okay. Back. Well, I guess I'm thinking of it as what percent is cold calls. And my percent of cold calls would be virtually zero. So 100% of referral is, is probably incorrect, or it is incorrect. Referral would be 40 to 50% with the other 50 to 60% of people coming through search. Okay. So you get, you're, you're becoming like a product of your own product in yeah. terms of getting prospects through search. Right. What percentage of your, of your business, Ken, is here in the Cincinnati metro? We are... About 90% uh, Cincinnati. We have uh, clients in, in Utah, in Oklahoma, in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, but those were all, we don't do any marketing there. Those were all referral mm-hmm. where we had a uh, successful client here in town. And they told somebody one was, you know, over Thanksgiving dinner. Another one was uh, referral through uh, a PR friend of mine here in town and it's just it's nice it works out well with the internet we we don't have to necessarily be face-to-face with all the tools that the internet has we can have conference calls and go to meetings and work virtually and satisfy our clients Mm -hmm. Uh, we've had people come on the show and talk about cloud-based applications and, and working on the web in the cloud. Uh, does that have any applicability to what you do, Ken? We use the cloud for a couple things. We use it to track our sales activity, but as it applies to our clients... How do you use the cloud to track your sales activity? Well, we use uh, salesforce.com, okay. and that runs in the cloud. A cloud application, yep. yes. So we enter all our prospects in there. We track our pipeline through Salesforce, and it works very well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, specific to our clients, every month we run a ranking report for our clients to show them where they rank across Google, Yahoo, and Bing. That application runs in the cloud, which is very important because with personalized search, and what I mean by personalized search is that Google now if they know that you like a specific website, if you visited a specific website a number of times, they will improve that website's rankings on your personal computer, on your laptop. So if, if, if you're searching for sales training and you go see the Sandler training site a number of times, the next time you do a search for sales training, Sandler training will be bumped up higher by Google, which okay. is different than where it would be for someone else who hadn't searched or hadn't drilled into the Sandler training website. So what that does sometimes for our clients, it gives them a false sense of uh, having good search results because they go to their website a lot, but then when they do a search on their terms, you know, they're, they're sitting at their desk saying, well, we think our clients would search on this term, 
and they wow. see their website showing up nice and high. Wow, that's a serious uh, issue. How, well, how do you get a, I'm going to call it a clean search result then? Well, the, the software that we use, the service that we use, we, we license the software. It runs in the cloud mm-hmm. on servers mm-hmm. that have never drilled into a website. Okay. So they're unbiased, which we think is the best representation of how an individual, the first time they would do a search, so, how the results would look for them. So if I search Sandler Training uh, on my systems, and I probably hit that website three dozen times a week, it's going to get pulled high. And you'll think that it's it's ranking great. When in fact, somebody it may else. be number 37. Maybe. Right. Wow. Now, that's, that's a big eye-opener, Ken. Well, it's something that... Uh, we have we have to overcome in our sales process, and the way we do that is we run the ranking report for a client or a prospect before we go see them in the first sales call. Well, you'll have to so, run a ranking report for me because I can do that. I'm uh, I'm devastated now <laughs> I, because I'm I see San, Sandler high all along and, and my side high, but I but you're on yeah, them all the time. So yeah, I mean. They're part of my homepage every time I open up a browser. Right. It's it's like uh, our, our radio show site. I I must hit that five, six, seven times a day. Well, we'll look, we'll, we'll get some terms, specific. and I'll, I'm more than happy to run a report for you. Wow. We'll see where uh, see where everybody else finds you ranked. That's a that's an important differential that that, that you can pull. You get the honest results as opposed to the bias results that your own computers report. Exactly right. And Google does that because they're trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. If, if there's a website you like, why not bring it up higher so it's easier for you to find it? It kind of sure. makes sense, but it does give some of our, our clients and prospects a uh, false sense of security. And a marketing disadvantage because they're not acting on... Exactly right. It'll be like looking at your speedometer... And it reads 65 miles an hour when you're really moving 90, or the other way around. You well, think yeah. you're moving, you think you're moving 90, yeah, because you think you're nice and high, but you're really only doing 65. Yeah, either case is a uh, a, a major problem. Now that's a, it's the old uh, two versions of the truth, where you know within a company, it's valuable just to have one version of the truth to really know what the truth is. Why don't you tell uh, our audience a success story that you've had for a client? Well, we uh, have had one client who is a, <clears throat> excuse me, a furniture restoration company, and they really had they had a website, but they really had not done much with it at all. Now, did you mean furniture or reupholsterer? No, furniture restoration. They will take wood furniture. Strip it down, refinish it. They also do they do upholstery, mm-hmm. of course. But they are uh, you know they're taking grandma's dining room table and refinishing it and repairing it many times. Many, many times the wood's broken, repairing it, making it look like new so that you know people can have an heirloom piece in their family. Sure. So they were not uh, really ranking very well. Mm-hmm. They were getting beat by their competitor in northern Kentucky, and they came to me very frustrated because they were. They were larger. They felt they their, their client base really liked what they did. They felt they were delivering a quality product or a quality service, but they were not being found in search. So it is fairly competitive business, 
we worked um, we were able to to get them ranked in the top five fairly quickly because it's it's competitive at the top of the results, but there's not hundreds of furniture restores and refinishers in town. Mm-hmm. There's really very few. So they're all kind of clumped to the top. Well, so we got them at the bottom of that clump fairly quickly. And then over time, kept picking them off one at a time, little by little, working our way to the top. And now out of 24 terms, they're ranked number one for 22 of the 24. And then those other two terms are ranked number two. And what period of time did that take? Well, that was that was two to three year window. Like I say, we got them into the pack quickly, but then it, it just took time. And it was it was working their website. It was staying on top of search, doing different things with their website to show, to demonstrate to the search engines that they really were using their website as a marketing tool. So ROI is an important factor in making business decisions. Sure. What kind of ROI does a search engine have in the limited amount of time that we have? Well, every client's different. Furniture, refinisher, maybe maybe their maybe their profit on doing grandma's dining room table might be six or eight hundred dollars, maybe a thousand dollars. We have another client though who does fulfillment services and when they sign contracts they're in the multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars, many times over a million dollars. So they have a lot more profit. Consequently there, you know, if we can bring them one new customer every six months, they're very happy. Furniture or finisher wants a couple new customers every month. So to answer the question, I guess, I mean, it just really depends on, on the product being offered and what type of margin there is in it. Okay. So you've never actually calculated with a customer? No, they, they like us, but I'm not sure they like us enough to show us their books. Okay. Okay. And thanks for joining us here today. And again, tell people how they can get in touch with you. A uh, phone call would be 513-379-3800, or they can visit us on our website at search engine experts llc.com mike thank you very much for having me i've really enjoyed it thanks for joining us ken thanks for listening if you have questions or comments contact mike at mike roth at rothconsulting.net or call mike at 513-753-9400Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.